Hello and welcome to the DIY Photo Organizing Podcast, focusing on topics to help you with your photo management. I'm Chantal from Photos in Order. And I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And today we are thrilled to chat with our guest, who is no less than the very first certified photo organizer in Australia, Mara Morrison from The Filing Fairies. Hi, Mara, and welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hello. You're most welcome. It's a pleasure. Um, So, Mara, let's just jump straight in. We've got lots of fun things and topics and questions for you. But if we can start, if you could just tell us and our lovely listeners um, just a little bit about how you got started in this awesome industry of photo organising. Well, it's coming up to seven years ago that I got started. Um, I'd always had an interest in looking after my own photos and I actually got a little bit of a slap on the wrist at a, at a workplace where I was working for spending some time in my lunch break. It was my lunch break admittedly, but I got caught downloading photos from Facebook. <laughs> because you're not, you, you know, you weren't meant to use Facebook in the workplace seven years ago. You probably, you never were, you're probably still not meant to, but I was getting, I got a little bit of a slap on the wrist and it really put me off, um, you know, being employed. <laughs> because it was my lunch hour and I thought it was fair enough I should have been able to do that basically I was just rushing there was a um a five dollar photo book sale and I was rushing to get it done before the sale ended because back then they didn't do vouchers the way that they do now where you can you know buy a voucher in a sale and they'll last for six months back then you had to just submit your book and so I was in this mad rush because I wanted to get this great sale for my photo book and I got in trouble (laughs) But so it really made me stop and look at, you know, my current work life balance and, you know, maybe there was something that I could do is, you know, maybe I could turn my passion to um, good and not evil, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So I started thinking about how I could work with photos and photo books and came up with this idea that I was going to start a business and I was going to do something with it. And I was Googling business names like trying to come up with a name, a good name for the business. And whilst I was doing that, I actually came across um, the Association of Personal Photo Organisers, the organisation that we're all members of. So I discovered APO and basically the rest was history. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. That is, that's amazing. And what a journey, seven years, because you were, I mean, the first, really the first photo organiser in the whole of Australia, I mean, that's a that's a big pond to kind of get your head around and such you know for a niche industry that we're in it's huge really you know the different areas and things you know how how was it starting out without that sort of reference point to you know start a business without someone having forged the way ahead of time what, what did you do how did you go about that so APO was a huge help in that respect um I'd been around, you know, friends and family who'd started small businesses before. So the business side of it wasn't too much of a struggle for me. And I have a strong admin background as well. So the business side was okay. I did um, straight up once I started investigating what was involved in photo organizing, realized that there were certain elements that I was going to need help with and to fill the gaps in my own skills was why I approached Joe, my business partner. Um, because I knew her digital 
um, IT type skills were so much stronger than my own and that what I couldn't do that she was going to be able to do and that we'd make a perfect partnership. So I approached Jo, she was on maternity leave and said, look, you know, I think you're probably thinking about coming back to work pretty soon. <laughs> How about you come back and start a business with me? <laughs> Fabulous. And we, and we just sort of muddled our way through it together. But APO definitely was a huge, huge help. They've got so many resources to help us keep on, on track, as you would know yourselves. Absolutely. And I think, you know, because a lot of our, you know, the listeners that sort of tune in to, to the podcast are doing a lot of this stuff themselves and they're looking for some direction or just some motivation and a whole range of different reasons. But um, there are some great resources out there because this is becoming more and more an area that people are just becoming overwhelmed with um, because there's so many different options and um combinations of what they have different types of phones different types of computers different types of software that they've tried to organize their photos in and they're stuck in you know software somewhere and different things it is it's it can be very overwhelming so resources like you know the apo organization and and um you know, resources like, you know, even a lot of the blogs that you write and different things. There's a lot of things out there now for people to be able to to try and just get a bit of an idea of where to start with this. Absolutely. I mean, even in that seven years, we've seen, we've seen a lot of changes um, in the technology and the software. And it's, it, it is hard, even just, even for us as professionals to keep on top of all of those changes. I remember back when we started and we were first working on Macs, um, iPhoto was still the software on Apple Mac and that's yeah. changed in our short business lifespan. It's already changed. Google's had changes. There's things that have gone completely, you know, disappeared. There's, there's, the technology changes are so rapid and it is hard for people to keep on top of, even professionals. Yeah. Exactly, which brings us to a perfect point for me to ask you a question. <laughs> so with so much out there and all these different things, if you can share um, from your business experience and all of the experience you've got within the industry and with clients, for, our, um, for the listeners, what, what, your, uh, what the ABCs are of photo organising um, from your experience and perspective and just sort of bring some clarity around um, some understanding of that for um, for people that are wanting to try to tackle their photos. Okay, I mean that's a huge question, but I'll give, it, give it a go. <laughs> okay. So the ABCs is um, can be you can, when it comes to tackling your photos. Most people that we work with, they're either they're tackling. Um, a historical bunch of photos, and when I say that, I mean memorabilia, physical photos, old prints and negatives and scan, um, slides and all that kind of thing. And they've in, usually they've inherited them or they're their own from their childhood, so they're trying to apply some kind of process to those. And then there's the other side of trying to apply ABCs to digital photos. Yeah. Um, the ABCs itself is actually an industry standard. It's an acronym. And it's yep. um, the the association came up with that, and all the photo organisers that I've come across, they all use it. And it's quite simply that when you're working and on sorting your photos, that you use the process of categorising them into A, B, Cs. So A is for album, and ultimately that's they're the ones that they're the print worthy, best of the best 
a, a, your A photos would go in an album, you'd actually do something with those photos. Um, B photos, we, the B stands for box. So when it comes to physical photos, you'd be putting them aside in a box. They don't necessarily need to be on display. Um, in um, the digital world, you can still apply that as well and just put them in a folder. Mm-hmm. And then C is because the ABCs is an American um, acronym. It, the C is for can, as in trash can, or mm-hmm. just delete them. <laughs> so that when you're going through your photos, the one thing you can do as you're sorting them, you can put them in the can. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing that, and I, I think for, for us, most is the most important one is people quite often forget that the ABCs when you write that down it actually has an apostrophe S and for us the S is the most important thing of all because the S is for storytelling and whether you're sorting your photos physically or digitally you need to sort with a story in mind and keep them with a story in mind and make make records of what those stories are um because after all, that's that's kind of why we're doing it. Yeah, exactly. Look, I'd love to explore that more because storytelling is really your heart. It's your passion for, for doing what you do. Um, can you tell us what does that mean to you? So storytelling, what does that mean to you and how do you help your clients to do that? So for us, um, the storytelling element is the most important part. Or for me personally, it's definitely my my passion it's about capturing the information that simply looking at a photo can't tell you so for example um, and I use this example when I'm teaching um, is I'll show people a, a photo of my kids in school uniform and if you were to look at that photo you go oh look the kids are at school and you'd be like okay <laughs> that photo could basically span 13 years there's no story or significance detailed in that um, just by looking at it there's no story there so and when I show this particular photo in my classes it's one in particular it's where my youngest and she's all dressed in her school uniform and she looked yes she looked very young so people I guess if they're looking at it could estimate that she was quite young and try and have a stab at when it was to get some information about it but basically they would be guessing. And so the real story behind that photo was that she actually wasn't due to go to school to the following week. It was her big (laughs) brother's first day of school. And so that's a sweet little story about how keen my little girl was to go to school that she got dressed and she went to school with her brother a week early and stood there in her school uniform and went to the school assembly and stood up next to the teachers and everything because she was just so dead keen to go <laughs> because, you know, everyone was making a big deal about her, her brother's first day at school and taking photos of him and, he, and she didn't want to be left out. So there's this whole story that you can't, you don't, you don't see that when you just look at the photo. Yeah, I might, that story might come to my mind, but it doesn't come to the mind of anyone who else who's looking at it. So the storytelling element is the importance of actually capturing those stories. And we help our clients do it in a couple of different ways. So yeah, that was going to be my next question. If I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, that sounds great. That sounds great. How, how should I do that? So yeah, what do you, what do you, what do you, how do you sort of work that practically? 
Practically when we're working with our clients, we do it a couple of ways. So when we're, um, so when we're scanning, for example, we'll, when we're helping a, a client um, digitize old photos, we make mm-hmm. sure that we like close the loop and apply information to the digital files. So after we've scanned the photo, now the, the print itself, it probably, or quite if we're lucky, will have something written on the back. The, the story will be there but you want to actually also apply that story to a digital file. So we actually teach people to do this or we'll do it for them. We'll apply some real metadata to the digital file. So say it was a photo taken in 1973, we'll actually change the date on the digital file to make it 1973 and Mm -hmm. we will add file names and we'll use, you know, consistent methods. Um, We use the the W's, the the when, where, who, what, why in our file names. And so we'll get that information as much as we can. So we teach people to do that with this, with, when they're scanning. We also teach them to do it with their digital photos as well. Um, other ways we teach with the story, and of course a lot of stories to do with longevity and legacy, is the importance of using proper names. Yep. So um, instead of saying mum... <laughs> you can say their real name or instead of saying Nana, you can say, you know, Nana June or, you know, Nana, Nana Sal or, you know, actually put real names into your information when you're, you can still call them Nana, but put both names in there and we teach people to do that. And I had one client, she had um, three daughters and her daughter's names were um, like, Caroline, Elizabeth and Samantha or something like that. But all those names, they were long names. And so when she was starting to try and do some digital organising of her own, she had named those daughters Sammy, Sam, Sa, Car, Caro, <laughs> Betty, Beth, Lizzie, <laughs> like all the different <laughs> variations. So I, there was literally about nine different variations of three people. <laughs> And there was no consistency at, at all. So we teach the importance of, you know, yes, those, those, those nicknames are part of the story, but that's not going to help you when you're trying to find people or search for people <laughs> longer term. Um, and then really probably the one that we, we sort of focus down on the most is when you're making photo books to use narrative captions, put paragraphs in there. Don't just, you know, so you've got a photo book and you've put a photo of you, I don't know, riding a camel. You don't put the caption, me on camel, <laughs> because that's quite, that's quite obvious. obvious. Anyone looking at the photo or looking at the photo book can tell that that's you riding a camel. Yeah. <laughs> but you want to actually put in, like I, like the story of my daughter going to the school, like you want to put in, you know, where were you when you were riding the camel? You know, was there, you know, the de- desert sand stinging your eyes and could you actually get up on the camel? How many attempts did it take you to get up on the camel? <laughs> like <laughs> add something a bit more interesting and colourful and significant to yep. your photos when, when you're making your photo books. Um so whether it's a, you know, a travel book or an annual book or anything, um, yeah. put the stories in there. I think that's fabulous, Mara, because really at the end of the day, you know, you, you have to look at the heart of the reason why someone would take a photo in the first place. 
And that's where that's captured. You know, the story is in that reason. And so they're there, either they're sharing a moment, it's a funny event, it's capturing something which is, you know, an emotional time for someone, um, or it's just a meal that they love, you know, whatever the reason. But maybe that that meal that they've loved, that they've taken a photo of, does have a story behind it, you know, the hours of labour, the burnt roast, the whatever it was um, to get you to that point. Or, you know, it was the meal that they shared with someone before they, you know, they went on a, on a um, you know, relocated to another country or something like that. And, you know, all, there's always a story behind that. And I think, you know, it's so easy to take photos and quickly just snap, snap, snap. And, you know, um, how do you, how do you, like what sort of, um, just getting again back to a practical way, what do you say, what advice would you give as far as the actual capturing of that information? Where do people go to put that information in? What What sort of a process do they do or software or how do you advise people on that yeah so there's there's any number of different ways that you can do it um i personally um like to work with a journaling app um and it's called the legacy of love app and i actually do my um story capturing on a month to month basis at the same time that I do my digital photo management. So I just make it part of my process of you know, downloading my photos from devices, gathering them all together, deleting the, the ones I don't need, renaming the files. And then I sort of take that extra step is that I'll actually sit down and make some journal notes. So I'm not only renaming the files with the detailed information, but I'm actually also making a journal and I do it once a month. And so I make a journal entry of all the important, um, interesting things that happened during the previous month. So actually, um, it's quite early in February right now. So I just did it for January. I sat there and wrote my little story. So this is what happened in January. How, how long would that take you, Mara? So what sort of a time frame just on average would that have taken it, that have saying? My monthly process very rarely takes me more than half an hour. Wow. So Fabulous. I can do my, my monthly gathering of all my photos and organizing of all my photos, backing them all up, renaming them all and jotting down a few notes. Like sometimes it's just bullet points of, yeah, we did this and it was great or this is how I felt or all of those things. And I can do it, yeah, half an hour an hour if we did heaps of things. <laughs> so Mara, is that the, the journaling, is that actually happening like, is that handwritten like in a notebook or do you add that digitally to your photo files in the comments or description? So I, a little, it's a little bit of both. So if I will use the, the when, where, who, what, why method of naming my photos. So for example, it's actually my son's 11th birthday today. So oh, when it comes time to, to name the, the photos that I'll take today, I, I'll do it all in a batch. You know, I might take yeah. half a dozen photos or end up, or end up keeping, I'll probably take a lot more than half a dozen, but I'll only keep half a dozen mm -hmm. <laughs> and I will Good. rename them with the when, where, who, what, why. And that's obviously, it's pretty obvious. The when was the date, the mm -hmm. where was, where are we going to celebrate? 
and the who is who is in the who's in the pictures and the why is it's Jacob's 11th birthday so I'll actually put that kind of short form information in the file name which is attached to it digitally forever but then in terms of um journaling if anything crazy happens (laughs) at the party this afternoon I might write a little story about that and I do that in and I'll do it at the end of the month in that app I'll actually type it but if you prefer you could use a diary like I you know I talk to my older clients who want to work on this same kind of process they just want to pick up a pen and write it in their diary at the end of each month to gather their thoughts and this is all with the longer view of putting a annual family photo book together yes that will be a really quick process for you then at the end of well at the beginning of next year yes yes (laughs) yeah so at the beginning of next year I'll have done all the work 12 times during this year so that when it comes time to throwing my book together it's quite a simple process because I've already done the stuff and it's not to do for me it's a lot to do with time efficiency and memory like sometimes I couldn't even remember what I did last week (laughs) I'd like to capture the story while it's fresh in my mind but it also saves me a heap of time sitting down to make an annual photo book is a hugely overwhelming task if you've got to deal with three or four thousand photos you know all these memories slamming at you and by doing it you're chipping away at at this bit by bit and I actually wrote a blog about this this month because I was doing it so I put it in my blog so if anyone wants to read a bit more about it they can (laughs) read that how I do it. Can you say the name of the app again that you're using? So I can give you the link for that one as well so it's called the Legacy of Love app and you can do it from your desktop or you can actually do it from your phone as well so you can just do it as you go and you can load photos to it you can talk to it like Mm -hmm. you can record a video so if you don't want to write your notes you could you know record the notes. (laughs) Fantastic the thing I love about that um, Mara is that you know when you're writing down those memories you know either if it's you know next week after the birthday party of today or if it's you know the day or the night or whenever it is but little chunks of time because if you're looking at like the storybook if you were thinking of the actual photo book that you're producing you don't have to write a you know sort of like a blurb or that narrative um, on every single photo you're going to put say the six photos that you're capturing from today and then the one caption or the, you know, sort of however you lay it out, but um, you, you've captured that moment rather than I think if you've got six photos, you have to think of six captions and it can get overwhelming and how do you start? So you're just sort of taking it um, with, again, which is one of the things that we talk about in our, you know, five golden rules is to look at the why. And you when you know clearly what you're producing at the end, it's so much easier for people then to be able to go in and do these types of things in, you know, a few times throughout the month or at the end of the event or just at the end of the month. But then they know, you know, what they're producing and so they can get a lot richer and concise sort of a, a collection of thoughts um, and it doesn't have to be so overwhelming. Absolutely. I agree. I, I think that, if I wasn't going to be producing an annual family photo book each year, I'm not sure that I would be very motivated to add all this information or do all this journaling. 
because I know my why. My why is I love making those books each year. I love people picking them up. I love people looking at them. Like today when the family comes over for Jacob's birthday, I'll have out his um, the book that I made for his first year. So people oh, love to look at them. You know, it's that's like, great. oh, that's when, you know, that was when I was one and that, you know, that was my first birthday party or he'll try and tell me he remembers. I'm like, sweetheart, <laughs> you were one. <laughs> I don't think you remember it, but maybe he does, you know, like he's got yeah. these photo prompts. He's got this, you know, he can now read, yeah. he can read the story of, you know, we, what happened for his first birthday. We you know we got rained out and we had to change venues. Like he, he never know what he might remember and yeah. he'll, if the family will, it, they love looking at them and I, that's my why. And it's, I am willing to invest that time each month because the why is so important to me. And it's those stories. It's not just the photos, it's the stories that goes with them. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So um, would you be able to share, because just a bit of an idea. So if someone was sitting down to the end of their month and it, we're now, we're um, early, early Feb. So we've, we've had the month of January what um, are some tips that you could give people um, if they were going to start to, you know, they've been inspired by your storytelling ideas and just, you know, that this is really possible for them. Um, what are some tips that you could say that they could start thinking about um, as to, to make that process easier for them when they, um, when they come to doing that, if they were going to do that monthly as well? So, um, I would suggest that it, it it just becomes another step of your monthly photo management that, you know, you're looking at um, the backup process that we all as photo organisers encourage people to do is that, you know, let's cull out the, you know, the 30 or 40 photos I took from the birthday and only mm -hmm. make it, you know, half a dozen or a dozen. Do that, just include it in the process and just making an, an extra step. So the storytelling can then come naturally. You're doing it, you're culling the photos out, you're picking the best ones. I actually go to the extent of favoriting my, my favorites for each month. Um, okay. I'm on a PC, so I use um, the five star. I'll just put a five star and you know, when you're using star ratings, you can make those stars mean anything. But for me, five stars means that I'm gonna, I'm already, I've already selected the photos that I wanna consider to have in my photo book when I make it. So I've actually already narrowed mm -hmm. down which my, my favorite ones are. And then I've spent that time journaling um, in, the, I just pull it up on the computer and I type some notes out and, you know, record. And of course, journaling is very personal. You can write bullet points, you can, you know, write long pages and pages of how you feel and your innermost thoughts or you know yeah you can record great for little kids you can record things they might have said like little quotes to put yes. in anything that's just that's memorable that you you know you think think of that why and think of the legacy that you want to leave and who what people might like to read what might be funny or enjoyable to read mm. later on yeah. when they look at it years later at their 18th birthday party <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's fabulous. Um, my goodness, so many good bits and pieces and tips for us, Mara. Thank you so much. Um, so, Chantelle, have you got any other burning questions that you'd like to ask Mara as well before we ask her a final question? 
Um, don't think so. There's heaps of questions, but no burning ones, I think. <laughs> we should possibly, you know, maybe have another episode. I know um, we could. But we could. I really like the focus on the storytelling because we never really talked about that so far, I think. Yeah, it talks um, about our why, but it, yeah. this, this just gives a lot more um, framework around exactly that, yeah. you know, how that works in a, in a very practical way as an example. Yeah. And you've definitely inspired me personally because I'm not a journaler at all. You know, I try it throughout my life. You've got these phases like, okay, I'll start a journal now. And then you write in it for three days and you don't touch it for the rest of the year. That's, And I'm, I'm very minimalistic also with my photo books. Oftentimes I wouldn't write a whole lot of stories to go with it I'm like a bit simplistic it's I like it minimal I'm not a scrapbooker I don't like to decorate too much and you know um but you you've actually really inspired me to to give that a go and I like your method your approach because that sounds totally feasible and I do the same thing you know on a monthly regular basis so it's not it doesn't add that much work really yeah it's just an extra step just one more step and it's so much easier to do, think about doing it monthly when you're already in a process rather than it's not daily I could never journal daily <laughs> and it, even sometimes monthly gets a bit hard if I miss one month yeah. or you know I go I'm not you know I can always do two months together yeah. it's still easier than doing the whole yeah. year and as you say we forget so quickly you know we don't know yeah. what we've done last week life is busy so much yes. happens you know it's yeah so I'm inspired. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. That's good. <laughs> You're going to get January up to date now, Chantelle. <laughs> yes. Oh, I am actually. I am. <laughs> oh, that's fabulous. Mara, I did just want to ask, one of the things you mentioned was some classes that you do. Um I'm just really keen. I know that you're in Sydney and, and we're in Melbourne um, and people are listening, you know, from so not just Australia but all over the place, scattered around. <laughs> yes. Um, but as far as what, you know, how people could find you and what um, and what you offer and how you sort of can can help or I, I know your, your blogs are a great resource for people so we'll definitely encourage people to to go and check them out and have a good look through this great tips and, you know, lots of wisdom and years of experience that you've had, um, you know, within this industry. Um, but with the classes and things that you do, what sort of ways could we, you know, direct people through to you or how they can find you or and maybe work with you, you know, personally? Sure. Um well, like I said, we're, yeah, you know, we're in Sydney and we're a partnership. So Joe and myself, um, we do cover all the different aspects of photo organising um, because we see that the work we do of scanning and digital organising as a natural prelude to the creating of photo books. So we are happy to educate people on that and we can do coaching one-on-one -on -one. we do coaching in small groups um, people invite us to speak to their um, you know ladies groups or probus groups and all that kind of thing so we're happy to do presentations if people have um, a small group that they want us to present to we do a local college class every um, term that they have we do two classes there every term but mainly just come to our website and um, check us out and get in contact with us there and we'll 
you know, happy to have a chat with them and see how we'd, they'd like to work with us. So, um, we like doing all the different things, but yeah, our favorite, uh, probably my all time favorite thing to do is transform old prints into milestone books. I love weddings. I love doing weddings. We do like anniversaries. That's probably my favorite, like doing a you know 40th or a 50th wedding anniversary and taking old, old, really old wedding prints and turning them into a modern digital photo book. Beautiful. So what's your website, Mara? So we are thefilingfairies.com.au. Okay, cool. Fabulous. That's great. Mara, thank you so much for being um, our guest today. You know, it really has been a joy to, um, to have you with us and for sharing your wisdom um, and your experience and just your heart for, for storytelling. You know, it really has been um, a pleasure to have you here. So we'll pop all those links in the show notes. Um, and just for our listeners, please don't um, hesitate. Leave us a review. Um, get in touch with Mara and Joe. Um, and as always, you know, pop some questions in uh, on the Facebook page and or email us directly um, via the social media channels there. So um, I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantelle from Photos in Order. And thank you again, Mara. Thanks, Mara. No problem. Thanks, ladies. <laughs> All right. See, See you, you then. Bye.